The Shailah that we've been dealing with, we're in the beginning of Chavbez Meral at the top of the line. Again, it's, it's like a theme of this Masechta. A lot of these Gemaras we've already had, it's just repeating Kasha Teretz, Raya Kasha Teretz, so for the last like 15 Dauphin. But the Gemaras Kasha was if a husband revokes his wife's Naziris, is that retroactively revoked and she was never a Nazira? Or it's just from that point onwards. So he said the major Nafkamina would be if a woman says she's a Nazir and her friend says, I'm in. And then the first woman's Naziris is revoked. So if it's by the husband, so if it's retroactively revoked, then the second Nazir is also not a Nazir. It's only from that point on where then the second Nazira is. So Tashima, let's try to bring a proof. We have this come already. Uh, you have a woman who made herself a Nazira. Vitima, and she contaminated herself. And she separated the carbonos necessary, the bird carbonos necessary for a woman who was a Nazir who became Tommy. And before she brings the carbonos, her husband revokes the vow. So the question is, what does she do with these carbonos? We've had this before. She brings just the bird chatas, but she doesn't bring the osham and she doesn't bring the ola. Is this the same raya as the last raya from yesterday? Yesterday's raya was from a woman who completed her naziris, and before she brought the, the animal carbonos, the husband revoked it. Now this is a woman who became tame, and she, before she brought her bird carbonos for a nazir tame. But yes, incredibly similar. So the Gemara says, And if you say that the husband doesn't retroactively revokes it, he revokes it from that point onward, she should be able to bring all the carbonos because they were set aside and necessary for a person who became tame. So what do you have to say? It must be elamai miaker akar. It must be the husband retroactively revokes the vow, in which case she can't bring the carbonos because she's not a nazira. But here's the problem. Wait a minute. If that's the case, then why does she bring chatasaof? Chatasaof nami loylaisiwe. If you're telling me that the husband retroactively removes the vow, then she was never a nazira. Then why does she bring a chatasaof? The answer is hachanami. The truth is, really, it's revoked retroactively, you could argue. So why does she bring chata sa'ov? So we have this, Hamani Ravaloza HaKafar, it follows Ravaloza HaKafar Shita, who holds that every Nazir is a sinner, and therefore, because they abstain from Gashmias, abstaining from wine, and therefore, even if it's revoked retroactively, she still practically abstained from wine, therefore she still sins, so she could bring a chatas. But it could be it's retroactively revoked, but she still brings a chata sa'ov. The Gemara says, Why does it say that the Nazir is a sinner? What sin did a Nazir do? It's because the Nazir avoided wine. That's called the sin. And you can learn a Kavachimer from a Nazir. If just avoiding wine is considered a sin, the more so someone who abstains from all Gashmi, it's like fasting, or the more is a sin. Okay, so you could go back and forth. So we're trying to figure out again, when the husband revokes the vow, is it retroactive or is that from point onward? Every raya we're finagling at. And the Gemara, and the same thing that has had the last like six dafim, Tashima Behedya. We have a Braisa that outright says it instead of proofs, outright. What does the Braisa say? A woman makes herself a nazir. And her friend hears it. And the friend says, I'm in, meaning I'm latching on to you. And the first husband, Heferla, revokes the vow. So what's the halacha? 
that woman is revoked, but the friend is not, meaning the husband does not retroactively revoke the vow. It's from that point onwards, so the foundation of her nazira is still there, therefore the friend's naziris still stands very clearly. Okay, end of discussion. Now, because we mentioned the b'risa, we'll complete the b'risa, and that is Rav Shimon Oimer. So we paskin, this is how we paskin, that if a woman makes herself a nazir, and her friend says va'ani, and then the first one's revoked, the first one's not a nazir, but the second one is. That's how we paskin. Because va'ani means I'm latching on, but... The foundation is made, so she's a Nazir. When the first one's revoked, it doesn't affect the second one. Make his guys. Make his guys. Shimon says, if she said a different Lashen, instead of saying Vani, because Vani means, I am also a Nazir. You know, I'm latching on to your statement. You're a Nazir, I'm also a Nazir. Not that I'm exactly like you, and then if you're revoked, I'm revoked. But I'm like you that you're a Nazir, I'll be a Nazir. So if her first one's revoked, that doesn't affect the second one. <coughs> unless, unless it's retroactive, in which case there was no foundation. If instead of saying Va'ani, she says, I am like you the whole time, then she's basically saying, listen, I'm following your lead, and if you're ever revoked, I'm also revoked. So if the first one's revoked, then the second would also be revoked. Okay, go to the next page. So we had a, it's a very interesting, this next piece of Gemara is fascinating. It's not what you'd expect. I mean, the Gemara's answer is, but the Kash is, have uh, is strange. It's not like this. We had a Shiloh before. If a woman makes herself a Nazir, her friend latches on, Ani, and then the first one's revoked, what's the status of the second one? If it's Miakar Akar, the second one is not a Nazir. Megas Guy is the second one is. So that, that was the basic Havamin, the Shakavatari of the last Daf. Says the Gemara, Marzucha Breder of Mari Omar, Hainu de Mari Rami Barchama. This Shiloh of when a woman says Vani, and then the second one, the first one is, is broken. It's Megas Gaius, so it's, it's split. So the first one ends, the second one continues. That concept is a Shaila of Rami Barchama. I think it's a Shaila of Rami Barchama. What's a Shaila of Rami Barchama? Deboi Rami Barchama. Harei We had a concept in the Dharm that there's a thing called Hatvasa. Hatvasa means that if you take a permissible item and you say, you have, in front of you you have an Osir item, like a carbon. And then you have a permissible item like a loaf of bread, and you say zekazeh, you're saying that this bread is like the carbon. The carbon's also, this bread is also. We've had that in the Dharm before. Let's say a person has in front of him a shlomim, and he has a loaf of bread. Now, it's before the carbon is brought. You see, a shlomim after the carbon is brought can be eaten by the owner. So it's not an usher item, it's permissible. But over here, it's before the shlomim is brought on the Mizbeach. So the animal was just slaughtered, but the blood is still dripping out. A loaf of bread, and he says, Zekaze. The question is, what does the guy mean? Does the person mean the Shlomim as it is right now? Or what the Shlomim will be? Now, do you go by what the Shlomim will be, or do you go what it is right now? If you go by the way it is... Uh, the beginning of Ahmed Beis, but it was the Shor Amanal. We had a similar Shiloh in the Sechna's Yeah, we had, we had... This Shiloh is from the Darm. Daf Yudal. The Shailah is, so the Shailah is, does a person say, when he says the loaf of bread is like a Shlomim, again, the Shlomim has two stages. The current stage is that it's Aser, because it hasn't been brought on the Mizbeach yet. In 10 minutes, it'll be permitted. When a person says Zekazet, does he mean now, or does he see where it's headed, and he does mean, and he means potentially in the future? So, Mahu, kimatvis inish biikre matvis, does a person go with the way it is right now? Or perhaps he goes with cooling, like the way it's going to be in the future. Now, okay, 
By the way, that means that if he pl- if he's saying that this bread is like with a shlom wubi, he's actually not making a nether. Okay, right? He's not actually accomplishing anything. But okay, right. fine. So the question is, so what does that have to do with our sugya? The Gemara says like this: A woman says va'ani, right? You, you, you I'll both be women for this discussion. You're, you, you're a woman who make yourself a nazira. I say va'ani, I'm in. Now I know right now I'm latching onto her. Right now she's aser, so I'm aser. But I also know that it's a possibility that in the future the husband's going to revoke the vow. So the question is, do I go by way it is or now, or by the future? If you go by the future, then you're not going to be a nazir when that revocation happens. Do you go by the way it is right now, and you say, well, right now is a nazir? So the Gemara feel it's a strange thing because the huh? First of all, yeah. So it's funny. So I'll just say the kasha, and then I'll I'll, I'll tell you the problems I had, which. Not the Gemara's problem, so it's it doesn't it's not a, a real problem. But the Gemara is basically saying this kasha of when a woman says va'ani, latching on to the other woman, and then the other woman is neder is revoked. Whether it should affect woman two, woman B, should be tali in the shaila. Does a person when they make a neder when they say I'm like this, do they go by the way it is right now? Or the way it potentially will be. Potentially, or for sure. Well, that's you see, that's that's what I was thinking. You see, by the shlamim, it's for sure. This, it's more potential. That doesn't bother oh, no, the Gemara. Ends. No, 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 but you, but you, no you know, the shlamim is going to be permitted in ten minutes. Over here, maybe the husband will revoke it, but the Gemara feels that that doesn't bother the Gemara. The Gemara is basically saying. Do we say, so by the shlomim, it's a shy love, does a person by nadarim go by the way it is right now or the way it, it is will be, the way it will be? So to over here, it should be a similar shy love. Do you go by the way it is now, in which case the woman's latching on and she's also forever? Do you go by the way it will be? And the way it will be, the woman will be revoked, so she's not a nazir. That means the woman too is not a nazir. The same way by shlomim, the options are, she means the way it is now and it's a nether. Or the way it will be, and it's not a nether. So to you, you say the same thing. I say vani about the other woman. I if I go the way it is now, that means I'm a nazir. If I go by the way it will be potentially, and the husband potentially will revoke it, then I should not be a nazir now. So that's what the gemara says. So I feel it should be the same shaila. Again, there's, there's difference. That's what the gemara says. The gemara says a, a, a very simple uh, distinction. Me dummy. This is like this. Let me ask you a question. I let's go with the shlomim case. Yeah, what are the two choices? Let's go with the gemara nedarim. I have a loaf of bread. I say it's like the shlomim. Now, it's the shlomim is not has been not brought on the mizbeach yet, right? If you go by the way it is now, the shlomim's aser, so the bread's aser. If you go by the way it will be, the shlom will be mutter. So this bread is mutter. So let me ask you a question. So what did I accomplish? The answer is nothing. So why would I assume that a person would want to accomplish nothing? The answer is, says the Gemara, at least by the Shlomim, it's always called a carbon. So maybe in people's minds, that's holy. I want to make that holy. Not realizing that it's technically mutter, but at least I could theorize. Meaning, we don't like to just make options. The guy's making a nether, and option two is that nether didn't accomplish anything. So why would a person do that? Like why would The answer is, while it doesn't accomplish anything, at least I could see that as a possibility. I could see why someone would, would think he's accomplishing something. Listen, but people want to accomplish things. They want to be able to say things that, that make sense. If I, if I think in my head that that peanut butter is a carbon, and I say, this is like that, did I accomplish anything? No, but at least in my head, I, I at least thought, like I at least can see where the person was headed. Says the Gemara, by Shlomim, the reason why there's a possibility he meant 
what it will be is because even after the shlomim is brought on the mizbeach and the owner could eat it, it's still a carbon. It's still a holy item. It still has certain restrictions. It won't make the bread usher, but I can at least see where the person, I can see what the person was trying to accomplish. He didn't. But in the case of the nazirs, what are the two choices? One woman, she says she's a nazir. I say va'ani. If I mean the way it is now, I'm a nazir. If I mean the way it will be when the husband revokes it, what did I accomplish? Nothing. And everyone knows I accomplished nothing. So... At least by the shlamim, the reason why there's a possibility he means in the future is because in people's minds, even the shlamim post 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 Kabbalah, post Zerika, post you know Haktara, at least it's still a holy item. So you could see why someone would think they're accomplishing something. But we're not going. But the naziris, who would think they're accomplishing? I say I'm a nazir after she's no longer a nazir. I'm like her after she's no longer a nazir. That's not the tzad of the gemara. Tzad of the gemara is that if it gets revoked, I will be revoked. No, I'm like her. In the future, meaning by the shlamim, it's I say this bread is like the shlamim. Does that mean the shlamim now and the bread is aser? What the shlamim will be and the bread is mutter. It was never a nether. So the Gemara says the same thing over here. I say I'm like her. Do I mean the way she is now? Or do I mean the way she'll be after her husband's revoked? That was a shayla? Yeah, that's the Gemara shayla. So the Gemara is saying, so then the Gemara's response is no. Because at least by the shlamim, I could see why someone would think that he means the bread should be like the shlomim after the carbon's brought, because I, it's, it's mutter, and what is he accomplishing? Yes, he's not accomplishing anything, but at least I can see why he thinks he's accomplishing something, because it's still a carbon. But over here, what would someone be even trying to accomplish by saying, I'm going to be like her after her husband revokes it? Yeah. Okay, but, but, meaning, but I mean her post-revocation. But then, what for? What purpose? Then, what am I doing? No one, and, and you Moral can't even support. think you're doing. But then you're accomplishing nothing. The Gemara is saying so that. By the way, I, that that's the Gemara's kasha. The Gemara's not kasha is is not that the second person should be mutter when the first person. They're saying that the second person should never have made a nether. The same way by the bread, the possibility is that the nether was never made. And the answer is at least by the bread, you at least could see why they would think they're making a nether. By this one, what, what would you even be thinking you're accomplishing? At least by the shlomim, even post-Aktara, it's still a carbon. Okay, it's not going to make another due to technicalities, but you can at least see why someone would think that. But the case of Naziris, it's like, I want to be like her post, post her not being a Nazar anymore, so you want to be a non-Nazar? Okay, like, what, what are you accomplishing? That's what the Gemara says, it's not a possibility. And Ikadam, I'll read it inside again. Me dummy, hasam kivan da'ama hare like kibasa zech shlomim. At least in the case of the bread, when you say it's like a shlomim, afagav da'achas shenizak dummy. Matziachal lay bechutz, even though, yes, after it's brought on the mizbech, it's, a, it's allowed to be eaten by the owner. No, I'm going back. Even though Afagav de Achashanizak Dami Matsi Achalibhots, even though yes, by the Shlamim, post Zurika, you're allowed to eat it, Mikdash Kaddish, but it's still holy. It's still a carbon. So you can at least see where someone was trying to accomplish. Avalhacha, Isa Gatanakamat is over here. If you think this person is saying, I'm gonna be like her after the revocation, Ha the husband's already revoked it. It's nothing. So what do you what do what does she even think she's accomplishing? So therefore I feel they're not the same. And Ikadamri, some say no, The Gemara says, no, we actually think it is comparable. So and it, and, and the Shail of our Sugya would be totally in the Shail of Ram Barakham. First shot disagrees with that, the second shot does not. Okay. Now we had in the Gemara that if a woman makes herself a Nazir, forget about the Shakavatai we just had, but the actual Psak. If a woman makes herself a Nazir, the other one says Va'ani. That means that she's like the first one, that she's also a Nazir. But if the first one's revoked, it doesn't affect the second one because the revocation of a husband doesn't remove it entirely, just from that point onward. 
if the first one, if the second one, instead of saying va'ani, said hareni kimosecha, right? That's what Shimon said. If she said not that I'm a nazir, she's like I'm like you. That's her way of saying I'm following you, Bonnie and Clyde, right to the end. So therefore, if you're if you're revoked, I'm revoked. Okay. Now the Gemara is a shaila. What if a person says, I'm a Nazir bi'ikvecha. I'm on your heels. She didn't say va'ani. She didn't say kimosecha. She said bi'ikvecha. Now, bi'ikvecha literally means like, I'm on your heels. I mean, a simple pshah means, I'm walking, I'm, I'm with you. But ekev is also the end. The end of the body, right? It's the heel. So the last diarist, ekev always means end. So it could be bi'ikvecha means, I'm with you from beginning to end. You see, if ikvecha just means I'm on your heels, that's her way of saying I'm in. But if the first one's revoked, the second one would still be valid. But if if ikvecha means I'm with you from beginning to end, meaning I'm with you the whole long way, then if the first one's revoked, the second would also be revoked. So the question is, what does uh, what is the halacha if someone says bikvecha? Hareni bikvecha bikula milsa visharia. Do we say bikvecha means I'm with you from beginning to end, and therefore if the first one's revoked, the second one will be mutter? Perhaps no, Bikvecha just means I'm on your heels, meaning I'm following you, but if the husband revoke, it won't affect the second one. That's the Gemara's Kash. Again, the Bikvecha is more of an acceptance. It's not just Vani, it's saying it's, it, there's a possibility that it means I'm with you from beginning to end. Almost like Gemara's Correct. But it's not as clear. So Tashima, the Gemara says this, again. Had this shakvatai already. Uh, if a woman makes herself a nazir, the husband says va'ani. The husband can no longer revoke her vows. Now, why is that? So there's the conclusion of the Gemara we've had already, but we're going to go to the havamin of the Gemara. The havamin of the Gemara is why is it that a husband cannot revoke her vow when he said va'ani? Again, the conclusion is because saying va'ani is a confirmation. But we're going to because revoking his own vow. Ah, because he's revoking his own vow. Meaning, and there's no way to revoke hers without his. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Now, the Gemara assumes that a husband saying va'ani is similar to a regular person saying bikvecha. Why? Because bikvecha can mean from beginning to end. When the husband says va'ani, he knows that there's a possibility he'll revoke it. So that's his sort of, his way of saying, I'm here from the beginning to end, because he knows what the end might be. The Gemara assumes for a Havamina, the Gemara just assumes that a husband saying Va'ani is stronger than a regular person saying Va'ani, because the husband knows that it's within, he knows the whole story, because he knows what the, it is in his control to revoke it, to go to a Rav, and all that stuff. So the Gemara assumes that a husband saying Va'ani is the equivalent of another saying, person saying Bikvecha. And what do you see? You see that the husband cannot revoke the vow. Why? Because if he revokes her vow, he's revoking his. So you see that bi'ikvecha, so it says the Gemara, Now if you say bi'ikvecha is just, is from beginning to end, I understand it. When you say bi'ikvecha, it's beginning to end. You're bound to each other. So too when the husband says vani, that's the equivalent of bi'ikvecha, it's beginning to end. So you can't revoke the vow because by revoking her vow, he's revoking his own vow because they're in it from beginning to end. But if you say bi'ikvecha, doesn't mean that. Bi'ikvecha just means I'm going to be a nazir too. Not from beginning to end. I'm just going to be a nazir. I'm walking on your heels. And when the husband said vani, it's also, he's not bound to her from beginning to end. He's just saying he's a nazir. Why can't he revoke her vow and not his? 
Yeah. Shmami no, bikul the milsikamazbis. It must be bikvecha means from beginning to end, and therefore they're bound together. And vani of a husband is equivalent to that, and therefore if the husband chooses to revoke the vow, then they're not going to be in a darim at all. The Gemara says no. The Gemara responds, no, you misunderstand. The reason why the husband cannot revoke her vow when he says vani is not because they're bound together and by revoking her vow she's revoking his own vow. That's not true. It could be it's not revoking his own vow. So why can't he be made for her nether? The answer is because saying vani is a confirmation. Says the Gemara, That's a form of confirmation. And once a husband confirms the vow, he can no longer annul the vow. So the, the reason the reason why the husband cannot do it is not because it's uh, they're bound together. It's, it's pashat. You can't once you confirm it, you can't uh, you can't renege it. Okay, last sugya. The Mishnah said, "Hareini nazir va'at." If a husband says, "I'm a nazir va'at," what about you? Question mark. It's important that there's a question mark. Va'at. Va'amra amein, and she says, "I'm in." Mefer at he could remove her vow, but his remains. Because he, she's latching onto him and not vice versa. Okay. Or Minu, I have a contradiction. Hareini nazir va'at. This mom is the same case. She, he says, I'm a nazir and you. Va'amra amein. Shnei masurim. They're both nazirim. V'imlav shnei mutarim. And if she does not say amein, they're both mutar. V'pnei shetala nidre bin nidra. Because they're bound together. And here's the kasha. Our Mishnah makes it sound like they're two independent things. She's accepting Naziris. He's accepting Naziris. If he wants to revoke hers, he could. But he could also not. They're not bound together. This Bryce says, same Lashen, they're together. Shnei Masurim. It implies that he cannot remo- remove her vow. Shnei Masur. Our Mishnah says that he could remove her vow in such a scenario. This Bryce indicates not because it just says Shnei Masurim. It implies that they're unequivocally usher, without a way of getting out. Now, uh, okay, so the, the question is, so why can't he revoke her vow? So the first answer is, I'm sorry, I'm a Rav Yehuda, Tani me for Shalav, Shalikam. Rav Yehuda says, which is, I think, Rav Yehuda says, why can't he revoke her vow? All it says is, Shnei Masurim, that means they're both Nadarim, Nazirim. Who says that he can't revoke her vow? The kasha is, oh, our Mishnah says he could revoke her vow, but this one says, Shnei Masurim, that implies that he can't, says Rav Yudha. No, that he could. It just means that until he revokes the vow, they're both Nazirim. So why the, why, what's the kasha? Abai has another answer, and that is, again, the kasha is that there seems to be a difference between the Mishnah and the Braisa, and they're both the same case, which is Hareini Nazir Va'at. So why in the Mishnah does it sound like they're not bound together and he could revoke her vow. But in the price, it sounds like, no, they're both together. Shnei masurim, shnei mutarim, there's no getting out, there's no getting in. So says the Gemara, Abayu Omar, Afil kentikem b'raisa, kentikem b'raisa, v'hareini at, hareini nazir v'at, dikatoli nidre bin Izra, umasis in karmi d'armala, hareini nazir v'at, mai mishum hachimei v'ashalav, shlekaim. Abayu says, you know what the difference is? How you um, put the, uh, uh, not the pronunciation, uh, the, the, the punctuation. In the case of the Mishnah, the person is saying, Hareini Nazar, I'm a Nazar, I'm in already, the husband's for sure in. That, what about you? Question mark. He's giving the wife the choice. She chooses to be in, good. If not, not. They're not bound together. The case of the Brisa is, Hareini Nazar, Va'at, that's not a question. He's saying, I am a Nazar with you. At, what about you? Meaning, I'm a Nazar with you. We're both in it together. If she accepts it, then they're both Nazirim. And if not, not. It's not a question. It's an order. 
it's an order, and, and it's her, he's basically saying we're bound together. Right, that's the difference. I'll stop there. Oh, yeah. Whew.